guess the destination this morning and the clue uh, was that it is the second biggest provincial museum within the Western Cape located in the Garden Route. Hmm. I think it was a bit of a difficult one because, you know, when we do guess the destination, we always get a lot of chatter on the WhatsApp with uh, all kinds of guesses. I just said on the WhatsApp like I'm so vintagely old. <laughs> on whatsapp but this morning we got not a single clue not a single guess rather from anybody um but uh, karina wiggle joins me on the line now and she is uh, on the management board one of the management board members of the uh, batalamua diaz museum which is our destination this morning good morning to you karina and good morning bridget and listeners and I- thank you for your interest this morning it's only but a pleasure like i will confess i did not know about this museum and then i did a little bit of reading i did not even know anything about uh, Batelemur and we'll get into his contribution to african history uh, but tell us a little bit <laughs> about this uh, museum right uh, you know our museum is here it's, it's located uh, where it is located right here is where it all started in Mossa Bay, mm-hmm. um, right above Munro's uh, Bay, at the east end of the very popular Santos Beach. And um, the access to the museum grounds is at the corner of Church Street and Market Square, quite mm. opposite the tourist office. And the reason for it uh, being where it is, as I said, it's where it all started from Mossa Bay. Mm. And we know that on the 3rd of February, 1488, the first explorers from Europe mm. trying to find a, a route to the Far East entered the bay. Two caravel sailing vessels of the Portuguese kingdom mm. with Bartholomew Diaz as captain anchored off what today is Munro's Bay and landed at the beach where a stream of clearly visible um, fresh water mm. was Access to fresh water was critically needed. Mm. And in time, Mossa Bay became a haven for the for first, for first the Portuguese seafarers mm. and then later the Dutch and other explorers, providing shelter from stormy seas and access to fresh water. Mm-hmm. Uh, this achievement was 500 years later celebrated in 1988. Mm. And in commemoration of this event, a, rep- a replica caravel undertook a symbolic journey from Portugal to Mossa Bay. Mm. And it is this caravel which today is housed in the Maritime Museum building. Mm-hmm. Now, Karina, I did I did say that uh, we're going to get into uh, Bartolomeu uh, Diaz's contribution to African history. Um, and one would think that one would know of of this particular seafarer who because of his journey and his uh, and his uh, team's journey actually led to the opening of the sea routes between Europe and Asia and ultimately led to the colonization of southern africa that is so you know the portuguese this actually a uh, recently a colleague of ours um, Nick Walker published uh, a, a book on this a voyage on this, the impact of this event, mm. and he ter- um, he termed it the how the Bay of St. Blaise have changed the world. Mm. So it is it was a huge achievement for the world 
when uh, a sea route was found towards or was on its way to be found uh, around Africa, of the southern point of Africa. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, very interesting indeed, I guess, uh, with its positives as well as its negatives, uh, depending on where the pendulum yes. swings in history, of course. Um, what What are some of the artifacts uh, of, of that particular uh, you know, that particular voyage as well as that particular time frame that are housed within the museum? Now, at this point in the museum, the uh, grounds, it offers actually various uh, um, um, exhibitions, mm. not uh, not just focused on the maritime uh, uh, achievement. Uh, and it also has other aspects on the uh, estate, which is... is um, um, or connected to the sea in many ways. Mm. But if we want to um, visit the museum, um, there is a point of history where we enter the build, uh, the grounds by the granary, which is an exact copy of an original uh, uh, granary built on the same footprint mm-hmm. um, of, the, of the original erected in 1787 by the VOC, to store wheat from the farmers in the hinterland prior to being shipped uh, from the harbour in Mossa Bay, mm. so uh, which is of the first shipping from here in 1788. Uh, other structures or buildings available, exhibitions available on the at the complex mm. is the Shell Museum, mm-hmm. which. Uh, was a former commercial building dating to 1902 and that houses the largest shell and mollusk collection in Africa where it's possible to view mm. a wide variety of shells from all over the world as well as to learn more about the uses of which shells have been produced. Mm. Mm. So um, a giant clam shell weighing over 100 kilograms oh, draws wow. huge interest as there's a live octopus. Uh, you can imagine the children would enjoy that. Yeah. And yes, and there's a small aquarium with local marine freshwater and terrestrial animals and small marine fishes and sea urchins. Oh, wow. So, yeah. And what? then on the main building, uh, hmm. one of the other uh, is, of course, then the maritime building. Let's uh, focus on the maritime history around. Uh, the seafaring history around Africa towards the east, mm. and where visitors can explore the caravel. And um, I've actually now omitted to tell you that and, um, this building was reconverted to accommodate the caravel in 1787. And um, visitors can explore the caravel and see the difficult conditions in which these voyages into the unknown were undertaken. Now, in terms and, of the uh, the museum, Karina, sorry to interject, um, what are the best times for visitors to come? Is it open year-round? It's open year-round. Unfortunately, at present, the museum, um, all the buildings mm. are under, being under undergoing structural renovations okay. with only the maritime museum section open at this time. Uh, but these renovations will be completed later this year and and uh, which and then this will also be followed with a renewal of the museum displays and it will offer um, and more inclusive mm. and wider history 
of the town and the area. Yeah, For instance, yeah. we look at the life and the history of the Khoi people who were the first people mm. that were in this area and whom dear and all the other seafarers had met and traded with. Mm, mm. So their history and journey uh, and will also be depicted on the estate in future. Mm-hmm. I think that that is definitely a, a good move in as far as the museum, um, you know, to, to include an uh, integrated history. Uh, like I said, the uh, contribution of uh, Bartolomeo Diaz is an interesting one because, yes, um, you know, it is a harrowing journey, I guess, uh, making your way from, uh, you know, Portugal all the way through to the southern tip of Africa um, and also opening up uh, an interesting route in terms of sea trade. But it had some adverse effects like on the entire continent um, and in particular people of that particular region at that time probably tell a very different story um, to just uh, you know the positive impact so it would be lovely to see the museum when it's reopened and incorporating all of those stories um, you know from from every angle of of impact that uh, this particular voyage had on on uh, South African and Southern African society at large uh, Karina thank you so much for taking the time to uh, get us informed about the Bartholomew Dias Museum which Admittedly, I'm pretty sure I can bet my money on this one, Karina, that more than 80% of us do not know about. (laughs) And now we've put it on our to see things uh, when it comes to local tourism.